0: This is Date to Your Potential, inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, Betrayal Trauma Recovery Expert, and Sharon Collier, Certified Life and Relationship Coach. Welcome to podcast number four. I'm Sharon. And I'm Peggy. And this is Date to Your Potential. Today, we're going to talk about the two most attractive qualities you can have in dating which are confidence and and happiness happiness. all right you want to start
1: yes I think this is um, really wonderful because guess what this is going you invest in this part of your life you're going to be happy whether you're dating someone or married or single whatever your status is being confident and having this happiness is important and especially when we're talking about the gospel of Jesus Christ which we're taught that we are meant to have joy yes and so we can have joy we've talked about this before we can have joy even when we're in the middle of something and not landed where we think we want to be life is a journey and we're on that journey so I want to start with talking about marriage now there is a pretty well-known marriage counselor therapist, Esther Perez, I believe is her name. And she, I heard this from her and it made so much sense to me. And she was like, in order to keep desire going in your relationship, you need to be in that place of confidence. And she also talked about, you need to be stretching yourself. You need to be expanding your comfort zone, not just living in your comfort zone so that your marriage or your relationship isn't stagnant. And I thought, what a great thing to do. Start now. As you're right. dating, and when yes. you're single, figure this out now: how to be in your happy place, how to be confident. Because she said, people, you know, that desire is there when you see someone who's running a race, and that's their mojo. They're yes. they're singing, that's their mojo. Yes. They're, Where they're you know, the happiest. They're doing spreadsheets, mm-hmm. and that's their mojo. Whatever it is. Right. So uh, this is a really important topic, mm-hmm. and it's awesome that we can do this while we're single and find happiness and joy now, and that it will be an incredible investment for when we get into that relationship that we want. Well, for for sure. And so, Sharon, I know you've done a lot around confidence and happiness.
0: Well, when I talk about happiness a lot, I think happiness and confidence go so Uh, So well together because when you're happy, you are more confident. Yes, and so part of my journey, and I think part of yours. I think after a divorce or after being widowed, I think we are a little injured, and we're coming out of this and everything. A lot of the confidence journey is getting rid of your fear. Yes, Um, (laughs) facing fear. (gasps) No, no.
1: Yes, (laughs) Yes. part of life. Yes, and there's so many. Can I just make a point here? So many times, people don't realize what fear looks like for them. Like we've pushed it away so effectively in our life that we don't realize we're facing fear. I'm going to tell on myself with this one. So years ago when I was started on my, my healing journey, I didn't realize that my feeling like I'd pray about something and it was like, Oh, I don't feel right about that. That that was a defense against moving into something that I was afraid of. Not always, but I've learned to understand myself and come down to, to know what that is for me. Right. But we can't, I just tell you that example because we can have fear that doesn't feel like fear. It shows up like something else, like maybe being stuck or having to be right, or I don't know, any number of things right. that we're not going to go right. into today. And we
0: Literally, you know, I mean, people think of fear and terror Together, yeah. When a lot of times fear is just us hiding for from reality, sometimes. Yes, yes. And um, so I think that's a big part of our happiness is just getting rid of that and freeing ourselves from our fears. Yes. So I decided when I started my journey of confidence that I was going to. Well, actually, it started <laughs> with the rock climbing wall. Um, I'm afraid of heights and I was in Colorado and my friends were like, let's go to the rock climbing wall. Let's go to the rec center. And my boys were all over it. And this was my best friend from high school and her daughter. And she goes, no, Becky's just really into the rock climbing wall. And I looked at that wall and I'm like, there is no way I'm climbing that wall. And yet somehow I got in all the (laughs) stirrups, all, all the equipment and I started climbing the wall and there's a 12 foot line. If anybody has done the rock climbing wall, there's a 12 foot line. And my objective was not to get to it with my feet, but to get to it with my hand—to <laughs> reach up high and touch the 12-foot line, which means my feet were four feet off the ground. Oh, and I was shaking. Oh, so they. So kept you safe. felt the fear this time. I felt <laughs> I was feeling the terror because I don't like heights, and I—I I tell people I'm not really afraid of heights. I'm afraid of falling from heights. <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid of death by falling from heights. So. They kept pushing me and they kept pushing me and they kept pushing me. Just go a little, go a little higher, go a little higher. And then my goal was to touch the line with my foot. And so I'd climb a little more. And if this is physically demanding, if you've ever, have you ever done the rock climbing? Well,
1: I've, I've actually done repelling. Okay. Which is very
0: similar, but not on a, I've done it on a cliff. Right. right? (laughs) Which uh, getting over the cliff is fun. The repelling part is the fun part. Getting over the actual cliff. Climbing up was the hard part.
1: And, and then, then repelling rebe- down, down, down was the fun is, part yeah. yes
0: and which I now think is fun anyways but little by little I got to where my feet were at the 12 foot line so this all of a sudden became my goal for some weird weird reason I think it just felt good to face the fear I think mm. I felt so much fear that conquering this fear well it builds confidence yes and you realize you you're not
1: stopped. Yes, where you that the fear. The thing is about fear is that it's an it's a feeling in your body, and we really aren't dealing with real life-threatening fears in our lives today. Right, not like cavemen did years oh, ago, no. where the tiger's oh, coming. Right, no. right. So to overcome that fear, to move through it, which you have to move through it, you can't yes. just tiptoe around it. You have to move through it. Feels it builds confidence.
0: Right. So I came home from Colorado I enlisted the boys to help me and I went to several different rock climbing walls and it literally took me six or seven times to get up to the top to ring the bell it took me so many times and I'd get higher and higher every time and I'd start shaking and like one time the guy the the guy holding the belay Uh uh-huh is he a belayer I don't know this is how much I yeah anyways he was like ma'am he goes ma'am I gotta bring you down you're shaking (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, no, 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 don't bring me down. Don't bring... He's like, ma'am, he's like, you're up there shaking and you don't look safe. <laughs> so down the wall I came. So eventually I made it up. So then I'm like, the king of the rock climbing wall, right? Because I made it up once. So I started bringing my friends who made it up the first time. They oh. had, had no fear of heights and they made it up the wall the first time. And I'm sitting there looking and I'm like, how did you do that? Anyways, the rock climbing wall conquering my fear of the rock climbing wall i actually progressed and and did the upside down walls once upon a time and conquered the rock rock climbing wall turned into an entire year of facing fears awesome so that gave me the confidence to do other things one of them was go to a singles dance and stay the whole time
1: oh
0: um which i did
1: <laughs> now see that's not a fear of my no that's not true that's not true i did i did have to face fears at singles dances at first I did have to do that even though dancing is my happy place right it there's it's different when you're newly single and you have you're going to your first dance
0: yes so um I dance with the mop I dance with the vacuum I dance well I've tried to dance with my boys I love dancing too but going to a singles dance I actually got um coaxed into going to a singles dance and I said I will stay an hour and then I'm Baby going Baby steps. Home. Baby steps. Baby steps. I love it. And Baby so, steps
1: is a great I, way to start So, I, I And
0: this is before I started facing my fears. And so I went to the singles dance, and I stayed an hour. And I looked, and I'm like, it's been an hour. I'm leaving. And the guy who had invited me was just a really fun guy friend. He's like, seriously, you're having fun. I swear you're having fun. And I'm like, I'm out. So... <laughs> He had to tell you you were having fun. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, he did. He's like, no, you're having fun. You're smiling. And I'm like, it's because I'm with you. And it's not because I'm at a singles dance because he goes, walk across the room and someone will ask you to dance, which happened. And it was like, I don't want to be asked to dance. <laughs> <laughs> I just do here. And this is like year seven after Jeff had died. So this is not like new in the game. I had started dating, but I'd never really been out in the social single scene. So Some girl asked me and it was like, okay, we went to the Capitol Rotunda dance. And the first guy that asked me to dance smelled so bad. I swore it was a slow dance. He grabbed me and he swooped me up and we were slow dancing and he smelled so bad. And then another, like the second slow dance came on and he didn't let me go. And I was like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Because, you know, you're taught not to. You're taught not to say no in young women, right? Right,
1: right. You don't want to be that girl. Yeah,
0: so we're that generation. It's like you don't, you know, you don't tell the boy no if he gets the courage up to ask you to dance. Anyways, after two dances, I swear my shirt smelled like this man. And I'm like, I have committed Mm. to stay at this dance the whole time. (laughs) So I kind of just stayed in the corner with my friends and I kept, they kept smelling my shirt. I'm like, smell my sleeve, smell my sleeve. I'm like, I swear I smell like this guy. And they're like, no, we don't smell anything. Anyways. Was that the pheromones thing? Maybe (laughs) It was not pheromones. (laughs) If I had liked that smell, I think there would have been a problem. But we won't go into that. Okay. Anyways, so I actually stayed at the dance. And I conquered the fear. And now you've seen me at dances a lot. So here's
1: a really great point that you make. You had a team. Mm, I did have a team. You had support. Just for, yes, for yes, and for those two. And support can be so important. There's so many of us singles out there on our own and not, I mean, we need buddies. We need people to, hey, ooh, ooh go do that. Yes. Come with oh, me. Oh, yeah. No.
0: And, and honestly, your peer group, a little bit of peer pressure actually helps you get past that fear because there's, you know, because we're people pleasers, you know, that does really help us, our, what? Little, our little What do you group. mean people pleasers? We are uh, people pleasers. Uh, 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 you mean... People in the church are people pleasers? <laughs> I think we're actually born to be people pleasers. I think we have this innate wiring yeah, no, to help lot. each yeah, other. absolutely. It's one of our human needs, actually. That's why, you know, I think in and I, out of the gospel, yeah. everybody does service projects yes, and things yes, because yes, it is. Yes. So it's like, take Every, advantage of the people just, who want to help you. It's not just
1: people who are religious. The I accountability is a, thing is good. Yeah, For absolutely.
0: sure. Anyway, so I then went on to, I stood in the place where Jeff died because that Part of Pleasant Grove terrified me, oh. and so I was walking the dog, and I thought, I'm going to go do that today, because I didn't look in that direction, I didn't do anything like that, and they had, they had taken his house down, and his yard, and it was a new subdivision, so gauging, oh. <laughs> mic down, I'm mic down, gauging, <laughs> I, it's because I talk with my hands, yeah. if you know me, you've seen me wave my hands all over the place, um, um, I from the street and the houses across the street, I could tell approximately where he had died. And I thought, I'm going to do this. And I just was hoping to feel something. And I didn't. And it was okay. Um, because it was enough. It was several years after. But I thought, I need to get over that anxiety I feel every yeah. time I pass this part of town. That yeah. is a fear that was part of my terrors. And when I say I faced a lot of my fears, I, they were a lot of my ter- my terrors. <laughs> um, you know, a singles dance is terrifying. Anyways, and I went on and I tried Thai food. Not that that scared me, but I'd never tried it before. So I just started doing things that I'd never done before and facing my fears. And I found, without any research at all, the more you face your fears, the more your fears are less scary.
1: Yes, absolutely. And it, it's, it, it's the same when you have, well, when you've defended against those fears the defenses start to go down. You start to realize that you're not that fear and that you can handle pain and that you are stronger. And this builds confidence. As you face these things, it builds confidence. Yes. I, w- I want to uh, point out one thing here, just because my, I think about, well, I'm only three years out from my divorce. You were right. seven when you started yes. doing that. Yes. Um, but uh, uh, when I found out I was going to be divorced, I, I knew my number one goal was to Feel my feelings and to do that healing. I had some things to do to take care of myself before I was ready to do what you're talking about. Right. here. So I just want people to realize that that you don't have to just jump right into this if that's not where you're at in your journey yet. But do open into the idea and the possibility that facing your fears is going to help promote self-confidence.
0: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And then the things, like I said, the other things that you fear just aren't really as scary, you know, because up to that point, I had been dating and and one bad relationship after another, after another, after another. And so I was scared to date again. I was scared to be in a single scene. I was kind of just not comfortable in my own skin. So after I conquered all these fears and got a lot of confidence, I just realized that adding these activities um, to my life, I actually tried Thai food at a lunch group, a a singles lunch group. But I started realizing that this added balance to my life, Oh, that I wasn't just out there, my whole life was taking care of the kids and trying to find a spouse you know, my normal was to have a spouse. And so I thought that is the direction I need to go. So you are focused on that. I was, that was my focus. My focus, I went to church, you know, and if we looked at a pie chart, the pie chart was not very balanced. It was like a little sliver was church and my calling. And a big, huge chunk of that was the house and kids. And a big chunk of that was dating. And that was the whole thing. So what you're saying is that you
1: expanded your
0: your peer group, your social yes.
1: support so that you could feel more balanced and more happy. And, and did it take away some of that, um, maybe some longing that or maybe yes, that, we that need, super hyper focus on trying to find the one?
0: We need social connections more than just dating. Yeah. And most of my girlfriends were married. And so I got them on the off time that they weren't with their families or with their husbands. And so my social connections were very limited. And so I found single friends through this lunch group, which expanded into many, many single friends. Um, And this is all before I found my widow group. After I found the widow group, it was my social life exploded. But I found... I took better care of myself. I had lost I had lost weight and all my extra activities. Um, so my my pie chart no longer looked like three different sections. There were six or seven. And right. I had all these different areas where I felt fulfilled. And a lot of them crossed my my need for fun and adventure, I could take the kids with me. yeah, you know, my my church callings, everything everything, I just became better at everything. And so the kids were involved in church things and service projects. And and so things started crossing over. My social um, became better, my social connections. And it was like, I woke up one morning and went, I think I'm happy. (gasps) What? Uh, You know, it was like to wake up and feel real joy and not feel fret or terror or fear or anything like that. And this in the middle of all this is when all my studying happened. And so when I started looking, I'm like, Oh, look, like I'm Whoa, doing all so the you, right
1: things. Yes, look, look. So so let's just let's just take stock here. You started living a more full life. Yes. Balanced. And it make you made you feel happier. And you started into your purpose. It Yes, came out of that. It came out
0: of that. That's super important. Yes. And so as I put myself out in the dating world again and and social circles, I made better friends, I had better friendships, I had better dating experiences. Um I was attracted to just different people and I had healthy friends and yeah. healthy dating situations. And so it all was just proof of everything I'd been studying, and I didn't really even know it. I just had to start making the connections and going, oh, look what I did. Yeah, that's great. I wanted to
1: note something that you you faced your fears, but I want to use a different word here, and the word is risk. Yes. You were willing to take the risk to try something new and to see what who you were in that and to to move forward in your life and that that is also a piece that is absolutely important in long-term relationships you need to be willing to get out of your comfort zone you need to be willing to take risks you need to try new things so we're practicing this being single this is a part of a healthy life single or married yes or in a relationship a, a dating relationship we need to practice taking risks and they can be small baby steps like for for you, like some of your friends, it wasn't hard for them to climb that wall. No, you had more internally, and there's nothing wrong with that. So like it, it was a lot harder for you to go to a dance and to ex- take that risk than it was initially for me to to take that exactly. risk exactly. so it's really um, it, I would invite you to our listeners to think about the risks and the things that you said, oh, no way, I am not doing that. And maybe get some support. You certainly could get support from Sharon and I, or get some buddies or some friends and do some of those things. Take those baby steps and increase your ability and your capacity. As you take baby steps, you're gonna increase your capacity to take more risks, to face more fears, and to be able to build that confidence. I wanted to talk about confidence being that your outside is a reflection of what's going on inside as well, that yes. you're in integrity yes. with who you are and how you're showing up in the world. And this has to do with are you following your value system? Do you know what your values are? Now, as as Latter-day Saints, we talk about the gospel and the principles and the commandments and all of that. Right. But I'm talking about specifically for you. Do you know what your values are? Is, is adventure a value of yours? I do something in my coaching where we, we go through the values. I have a whole system we go through and try and figure out what are your highest values. And then we create a values compass where you have four with your north, your, your number one I think, it's been a while since I've looked at mine, but I think my number one is integrity or honesty. Um, but adventure is one of mine, um, connections, things, you know, those kinds of specific things and those values, when you're living true to those values in your relationships and with yourself, that builds confidence. And so maybe we need to take a step back and maybe, maybe part of what your step to gain more confidence is to look at what are your values. I mean, get real specific with them and then create your own values compass and say, am I in this moment living true to my values? And that builds confidence. It's like when I think about, like, there's a huge social scene for singles here in Utah. Oh, it's big. And sometimes I think, oh, I just don't want to do that tonight. I'm like, am I living in my value system? Even though last weekend going to the party was absolutely what I want to do but tonight where am I am I following my values in this or in a conversation when you have a conversation with someone to not speak up when something is not right is that in your values
0: or yes boundaries
1: yeah boundaries which we will definitely be talking about that will be a whole podcast if not two. (laughs) if not two. so anyway this is also very important that we live within integrity outside and inside of. If we're yes. if we're not doing that it's going to be really hard to have confidence.
0: Yes. Oh, for sure. For sure. If I mean, I think when you're not living your true self, I you you can't like yourself. Yeah. You know, you really can't like yourself until you are living in your integrity and living in your happiness and your true self. For sure. Great. You guys, we're happy to have you. Thank you for coming and we will talk
1: to you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey. Make sure to share this with a friend and subscribe to our channel. Check out our website at DateToYourPotential.com and take our free quiz to see if you are dating to your potential. We care about you, we support you, and you are loved.